Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Dudes Who Like Movies. I am Spock's Beard and this is... Boomer Comics. Exactly. So, <clears throat> on today's edition we are going to talk about some recent movie news and then we're also going to give you our review of uh, Taika Waititi's new Jojo Rabbit because we literally just came from the theater and saw it. Yeah, it was really good. It reminded me of Death of Stalin, which so, is another great movie you all should watch. We'll get into that in a minute. But So, just some movie news we wanted to talk about real quick. Um, so, this past weekend... Ford v Ferrari became the number one movie of the week at the box office, which right? I was not expecting. Yeah. I really was not expecting. Well, I mean, the thing is, cars. And yeah, I know, but it's like the yeah, I brought the Fast and Furious kids. Well, I mean, it was an actually good movie. I know, but I'm just saying you brought that. Well, I, I, I didn't know. see it, but I it's got good reviews. But anyway, yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, my father-in-law says he would like to see it, so that. He never wants to go out to see movies, so... Okay, so yeah, then you yeah. know it's probably going to be good. But, um, and then another movie came out that uh, didn't do too well. Do you want to guess, guess what that was? Oh, man, that could be, like, literally anything. What was it? Don't tell me. Oh, was it The Joker? No. No. Oh, it had to do with a beloved movie that I actually watched as a kid that I really enjoyed. Uh, it reminded me of a cartoon I used to watch, too, and then I watched that cartoon again... And then I saw that they were making a reboot of it a few months ago. I'm like, oh my god, please don't do it. Oh yeah, Charlie's Angels. Yep. God, the classic, the original, was so good. Are you talking about the show or the movies? The show. I didn't see the show, but show I've seen was, The show bit. was good. I, I saw the movie, like bits and pieces of it, but my mom wouldn't let me watch it. Mm -hmm. So I, I was like, oh my god, Charlie's Angels is pretty good. Mm -hmm. And then it, it reminded me of Totally Spies. Because, like, you know, I was a weird little kid. Yeah. And I was directed at girls. But I'm like, this is a good show. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, cool. I mean, Tell I enjoyed Spice. Dora the Explorer when I was a little kid. Yeah, so. no, it's like, it's like your kids. It's like, you don't care. You see, like, action. Ha ha. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, my God. This is just like that. Dude, it's I watched so watch Powerpuff Girls. I'm not ashamed to admit it. Oh, <laughs> so. yeah, the original. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not yeah, the new one. Oh, no, God, no. no. Yeah, anyway, no. but, um, so, yeah, uh, so we just wanted to talk real quick about why it bombed. So. Women. No. <laughs> 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 The reason I believe it bombed, I mean, because it is a franchise that is primarily women, and women being, you know, strong and awesome and powerful. You know. He's engaged, everybody. <laughs> exactly. No, what I'm saying is, tell me I'm wrong, though. The, the whole show is about women being badasses, right? Spies. Well, it's like... Under the direction of a man. Yeah, that it's like they're, they're not just badass, they have their own background stories, and mm -hmm. they're really, like, they're well-crafted, yeah. in the show, at least. I, I never what, saw the show. From I just what, saw I, from from what I remember, the show they had characters that were really well crafted, and they had their own things going on. So it was it worked. But with this one, just I think it, what turned them off was just the the people who. So I think what really turned a lot of people off was Kirsten Stewart because oh my, is it Kirsten or Kristen? Kirsten. Yeah. Other than Twilight, I can't name what else she's she was in. Done. A, she was in a movie I saw with Hope a few years ago, Personal Shopper. Mm -hmm. Very good indie movie. Very good. And she was great in it, honest to God. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is probably the best role she's had since Twilight. But, like, I don't, I mean, I don't think... I don't like it, her as a person because I hear, like... Remember when Snow White and the Huntsman came out? She was, like, Snow White and she, like, cheated on her boyfriend or whatever with with the director i thought that was just a rumor because i remember hearing something about that i didn't know if it was just a rumor if it was true point is i don't really care for her as a person i'm sure you know if i got to know her personally whatever she's fine but overall because i'm not it's a huge like fan. we're just the average person just like hearing what people tell us what she tells us and then that's all we get because like you know she's a she's a like a c-list celebrity yeah so but no, i think she really killed the box office and 
you know, I hate to say it, like I said, it's a Ford v Ferrari became number one. The majority of people who go to the movies are men. I'm sorry, but it's true. I mean, unless they have like there's a reason why they have chick flicks because yeah. they're they're directed at one audience. But like I think the thing was they tried to direct because most women like rom coms and feel good movies, which is fine. That's we're, fine. we're not saying that all women do. We're yeah, just saying that. hashtag not all. But it's like is that's what most that's why they have chick flicks and they market things like that towards women. Yeah, you know, like like bad moms as an example. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I, I like the first one. I didn't see I, the second one. Oh, God. I, I was forced to see the, the first one three times, and then I saw the second one. But then, anyway, um, so it's like those kinds of movies. It's like, oh, we raise the kids. We want to party. That Those are ra- towards women, right? Mm-hmm. But then you get movies like, uh, I don't know, Dunkirk, as an example, because, you know, we saw the trailer for 1917. That looks pretty good. Yeah, a war movie. Those are directed at men. Midway, another one that... that is mm-hmm. coming out or came out i haven't i don't know yet but that's directed and at i mean men. it's a good thing that like you know big mainstream movies are trying to what's the word become more they're trying to market towards women and they're trying to like appeal more to women like you know which is a fine thing that's a good demographic but they i think they went about it in the wrong way with charlie's angels well i was gonna say you know in, in the mcu you know like i love scarlet witch i love black widow i'm gonna see her movie probably opening day and oh uh, if i if i'm off that day i might or i might go the day after but um, and the same thing with Star Wars. I know a lot of people, lot of people don't like don't like um, um, Ray, but I like her. Did you hear about what was on the news what? about that movie? There, oh yeah, apparently it, the ending was so bad people walked out. Fun. So well, we'll talk about that well, later. We'll, when we so. see it. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, the thing is, maybe just Charlie's Angels isn't like a thing that can really be marketable nowadays. Well, or... it's it's not that it's not marketable, but it's like. So action movies typically are a men's thing. Men like explosions and killing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just that's who we well, are. You, you've seen Atomic Blonde and what's that uh, one with Jennifer Lawrence, Red Sparrow or something? Oh, God, don't remind me. Wasting my time. I didn't like Red Sparrow. But Atomic Blonde, love that movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, she stole the show. James McAvoy was funny, but no, honey. Well, it wasn't Angelina Jolie. She was in Wanted and, and in Warcraft. And Salt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so it's, it's not that women can't enjoy action. It's but. not they can't enjoy it, but it's like you have to kind of not only craft it in the way that appear appeals to both, but with a women one, it's like nowadays at least, like, you know, those kinds of movies, they were just to everybody. Like, oh, hey, we're doing this movie. But then you have the actresses come out and they're like, this is for, you know, what she say? She said something that was really stupid. So Kristen Stewart. Yeah, or... she said something that was really stupid. I think that turned a lot of people off. I, I don't know, but, uh, but I get what you're saying. It's like, you know, the movies themselves can appeal to a lot of people. Like, you know, I yeah. mean. Yeah, it's just like, it's it's when you put the trailers out and you see it and like, okay, this looks interesting. But then you get like, you know, the people that have to promote it, obviously. I think if they say the wrong thing or they say a dumb thing, people are just like, all right, never mind. Well, no, it's like with Ghostbusters. Like, people were going to see that movie because of the Ghostbusters name, but then the actresses started saying dumb stuff. And and, and then they started, and then it all came out where they started, like, uh, basically abusing the, the original, well, the original ba- cast. Well, basically, yeah, the, the trailer came out for Ghostbusters, and they were like, you know, this looks horrible because it's not faithful to the original. Yeah, and then and they, then they, they started, were like, oh, you're just a bunch of basement-dwelling men, and screw and, you. And then they started, like, abusing Dave, Dave, Daniel Aykroyd and... Um, <laughs> Daniel Aykroyd, Daniel yeah. Aykroyd. Okay, Dan, I'm sorry. Dan, Daniel, same thing. Aykroyd and Bill Murray, and then they, they basically forced them to make cameos into mm-hmm. that um, movie, and so that's what kind of turned people off, too. They were like, okay, no. But, yeah, it, it's one of those things. The movie... And also, I don't think it did very well. Like it made like it made eight money. million. 
Opening weekend. Yeah, yeah, it made only it has a budget of like forty million, forty something like that. And plus, but the thing is, like, plus it, you have to remember too, marketing and stuff. That's also money. Yeah. Well, so, gonna, so like, really, with with so money, I, so like, take the budget times it by two, and that's your marketing. Yeah, so it's about eighty million dollars, and they barely they didn't make they didn't even meet worse. They expectations. met like ten percent of that. Yeah, they didn't even meet worse expectations. Like, like this is like okay, worst case scenario. They didn't even meet that. They were like worse than the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. But no, I think. Part of it has to do with the fact that one, your movie has to be good, and two, you got to market it, and three, when you're marketing it, you need to not say dumb stuff that's going to make people turn off from your movie. Because like the world is more harmonious than what people kind of say it is, mm-hmm. and like when you're just like this is just to scare the misogynists, we don't like the the mm-hmm. you know blah blah blah. It's like well, not all of us are misogynists. We will watch your movie, yeah. but it's just I mean, like if you're just going to talk that so, talk that way about it, I mean, why would I go see support you? Yeah, I mean, let me let me tell you a story. When I was, I'll try to be quick because we're already at like nine minutes. But yeah. um, when I was fourteen, you know, I was an immature whatever teenager, right? Yeah. I was, you know, and around that time, um, I lost a bet with a female friend of mine. And so, as me losing the bet, it was Kiva. You know, Kiva, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. So you, I had to. Once, though. Uh, that's right. Yeah, but anyway. As me losing the bet, I had to go see uh, that movie Tangled with her. Oh, right? and you know, being a fourteen-year-old, I'm like, oh, I don't want to see a Disney princess movie. I actually really enjoyed it. You know, really? yeah, it, it, I think it's better than Frozen. Oh God, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love Moana. I think Moana's a great movie. Moana's um, great. Coco's great. Um, what's another good Disney? Oh, um, Brave. Yeah, I like Brave. Yeah, Brave. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. And then oh, what else? There's one I know we're forgetting, but anyway, so like. Point is, there's not a bunch of misogynist. There are. There are. There are. It's, uh, there's a bunch of misogynist dumbasses out there. Are there are 320 million people in this country. So like, and there's also seven don't, million on this world. You cannot expect everybody to just to be, you know, nice and blah blah blah. No, those people who have, you know, the, that platform where they crap on movies. That's a small percentage of people because and, and the majority also, of people like us, we see a movie, we'll think we see a trailer, it. and we're like, yeah, we'll think about it. You know, we'll we'll see it yeah. and. Yeah. And I think the other thing they forget is these people are not going to go see your movie to begin with. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, why are you trying to say this is going to scare you or we don't want you to see it? They're not going to anyway. Yeah. So well, it's like... I mean, the thing is, like, people like us, you know, the majority of people... I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you didn't cut me off at all. But, but no, the, the thing is, the majority of people, I want to say 90 to 95% of the people who go to movies are like us, where they see a trailer. Usually they can tell if they want, they'd be interested in seeing it or not from the trailer. And then they see the movie... Or not, you know. Yeah. And if they see the movie and they like it, we go on with our lives. If we dislike it, we might be a little upset we spent some money on it, but that's about it. Speaking of, go see the new Sonic movie. They helped us out. They re- <laughs> they listened to us. We, we cyberbullied them into but, redesigning so Sonic. So basically the whole end of our triad is, you know, when it's not that it's all about women. It's all, it's just make a good movie, market it well, and don't include, piss off. And don't include women. Mm-hmm. And also on the side of that, Yes, there are misogynistic pigs out there who are just going to crap on a movie because there's women in it. Mm. But that, that's, that's probably a small like, percentage of people. That's a drop in a bucket. Yeah, and the thing is, most men don't like. I would have seen Charlie's Angels if it, they didn't if it didn't look bad. If know? the trailers were actually decent, I would have been like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to see Frozen Two. I'm excited for Frozen Two because, yeah, yeah. I and mean, that's a female-led movie. I don't care. Yeah, it's true. The thing is, I don't care who's in your movie as long as the movie's good. Yeah, honestly, yeah. And the thing is, like, me and movies, usually, like I said, usually I can tell if I want to see it based on a trailer or not. Um, the majority of the time, I see a movie one time in the theater, and that's all. That's ever. That's the only time I ever see it. 
Yeah, like, me, me too. I don't honestly. know if I'm ever gonna, I mean, I might watch Jojo Rabbit in the future, but you know, it, unless it unless I like remember watching it half the time, I will not buy it. Mm-hmm. Unless I really, really liked it, like Coco, for example. Mm-hmm. I bought that as soon as I watched it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, you know, I think we've ranted enough. Yeah, we've but, ranted enough. So some more movie news coming out. Uh, yeah, you were saying the Sonic redesign. Yes. So apparently, I heard thirty-five million was dumped into the redesign because they had to go back. Well, let's let's back up. Let's, let's kind of explain the whole thing. So for those of you who don't know, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog is a video game character, right? One of the coolest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. I mean, when I grew up, we, my brother and I, we played like Sonic Adventure 2, Shadow the Hedgehog, all those fun Sh- games. Shadow was the only one I actually really got to play, mm-hmm. but I really liked it. Yeah. And, um, you know, Hedgehog with his friends, you know, it's pretty much... It's 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 just a it's a good thing. It's just a feel-good, you know, it, we it's made like this character the, kind of thing. It's kind of like Crash Bandicoot yeah, or yeah, you know, cr- whatever. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, um, so they're making a movie about him, and... Uh, the first trailer came out like what six months ago, seven months ago. Six, seven, yeah, it came back in like May. And first of all, my my big problem with that movie is that Gangsters Paradise is the background music. Yeah, which, that that honest to God, I was like, Coolio does not have a place here. No, I was like, but <clears throat> and then the the design of Sonic. So he's supposed to be a hedgehog, like a cartoonish hedgehog. But he looked, he had teeth in the first one, like a human, and his eyes were small, and his oh and, god, and it was just god awful. And then everybody started like cyberbullying the studio that was, or I wouldn't out. even say cyberbullying, but no, just like no. hey, Paramount, change this. No, they cyberbullied Paramount. Oh god, they were making fun of it. They said this mm-hmm. is a stupid design, and the director said, "All right, we're gonna take your feedback." And some people were like, "Oh, that's stupid. You shouldn't listen to these people." I'm like, no, no, you should listen to these fans. And then they redesigned it with a new trailer. And the new trailer came out last week, and it lo- it, looks, it makes me want to see it. it. Makes me look, yeah, me too. It looks fantastic. Yeah, I was like, he's got. Were, he looks more like the comic book version. Yeah, exactly. And he has darker blue uh, hair. Mm, his eyes are bigger. Yeah, Jim Carrey is still gonna carry this movie. I know he is. Oh yeah, because that whole like you know, I, I thought you wanted a latte with alpaca goat cheese or I, something i did i love the way you make them exactly but no it actually looks good now yeah. so we'll see you know i mean it could be a bad movie but i'm interested what got me laughing was um i was watching the trailer of grace mm-hmm. and he, they were doing the speed chase high speed chase on the highway mm-hmm. and he sonic cuts in between the cars and he's driving that massive tank thing he's like that's an illegal left and i'm like <laughs> and grace like, is like is that you driving I'm like yeah okay shut up you are a bad driver anyway. <laughs> no i'm not um, I'm so, a great driver. I don't know what y'all Yeah, I mean, about. Sonic, I, I'm excited. So, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Anyway, so then next thing, uh, we found out... <clears throat> uh, do you want to introduce this one? All right. So, there is going to be a something under the sea that's new. And I hope... Oh, I thought you wanted to talk about the other thing. Oh, you want to talk... Oh, you want me to do that one first? Yeah. All right. The big one, the one that you mentioned to me earlier. Yes, yeah, sir. Okay. And you can do the next one, too, if you want. Good. Oh, that's all good. So... Space, we thought was the final frontier three years ago. I, I was talking about the other thing. What? Wait, what other thing? Show me. Good what, God. What other thing? Which one? That thing under the Sonic. Oh my God. You mentioned it to me. Oh yeah, that's right. But go ahead, just pick one. Okay, now. okay you know what? Yeah, we, we, I've already screwed this up. All right, I'm sorry, buddy. All right, so the first thing that I should have said, which I, I don't know, I missed my cue. I thought I was talking about two different things. But anyway, uh, Joaquin Phoenix is getting a sequel with his Joker movie. Yep. And I mean, I, it's gonna make a no, it's gonna make a franchise. I can guarantee you. I, I have a little bit of red flags. So I know that the director Todd Phillips, he's involved too. He signed thank, on. I know, thank God. He was like, I don't want to do it unless we can actually like make it good. But here's the thing: he also did Hangover two and three. I like Hangover two. I don't like Hangover three. Well, here's the thing though: 
I think, because this movie is darker and more of a character study, mm-hmm. I think my prediction is the second one is, so I think with the ending of Joker, spoiler, I think because it showed him older, you could visibly see he grew mm-hmm. a beard and everything, I think the ending to the movie where he got out of the cop car, mm-hmm. I think that happened, and I think he got detained. Mm-hmm. And I think he knows he created Batman. Mm-hmm. So I think what they're going to do is they're going to show him after he got out of the cop car. Mm-hmm. It's going to follow him all the way through to when he gets taken back to the asylum there. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they're going to do with it. I don't know. We can, But I think they're going to explore how he created Batman out of tragedy. It could. Or it could explain kind of like... How he feels... Sorry, I'm running on five hours of sleep. Um, like, it, like, how he became the Joker and everyone's, like, following him and, like, the yeah. implications of that. And or maybe he'll he'll have to go back to, like, his past, like he did, where he was looking at, like, the pictures and the newspaper articles in his file. Because, mm-hmm. like, honestly, when I saw that scene, I was like, damn, that's... That's some... Mm-hmm. Like, that was but, some... That was some heavy stuff, honestly. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm excited. I mean, I, with, I'm cautiously optimistic, you know, I mean... Because yeah. making a sequel to this this big of a movie, you know, and this critically acclaimed of a movie. Oh my god, it got a standing ovation at the Venetian Film Festival, and honestly, I, I'm glad it did, mm-hmm. and I'm glad I watched it. Because honest to god, it was probably one of the best movies of this year. I would honestly, I'll give it as many Oscars as possible. Well, we'll see. Okay, so the I next one, so. you can pick whichever one you want. You know, I've already done this. All right, so we we already thought space was. Yeah, I already said that. Okay. You know what? Screw it. New Star Trek, everybody. It was no longer. It's no longer on the shelf. They're gonna do it. Chris Pine so, is returning. Basically, yeah. Star Trek Beyond came out like what three years ago? Twenty sixteen, summer twenty sixteen. Yep. And uh, they were going to make a sequel or something. They were gonna with, make a fourth film, but then they shelved it because Quentin Tarantino wants to make a Star Trek movie, and he wants to make an R-rated Star Trek. And I think they were on board with it, right? They were. They already signed up. It was like all, a whole thing. I thought it was just a rumor. Like a joke thing, but then apparently there was some uh, credible uh, news source I saw a few years ago when he talked about it. They were all ready to do it because mm-hmm. they said if someone can make an R-rated movie make money, it's Quentin Tarantino. So they allowed him to do it, but then I haven't heard Jack Squad about it at so all. So they said this person who I don't know, S.J. Clark, sorry, X.J. Clarkson would direct the Star Trek film, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, oh yeah, Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth walked away because they were like, Oh, we're big stars now, so you can't pay us, you know, nothing. Yeah, and I mean, they got, and that's just so stupid, honestly. I. But now they're saying that this guy Noah Hawley, who is famous for uh, Legion yeah. and Fargo, um, on on TV, yeah. apparently he's going to be the head of it, and that uh, I thought Chris Pine. Chris Pine's going to be in it, and so is uh, the guy who plays Spock, Zoe Saldana, Simon Pegg, Keith Urban. So we got you know, Kirk, Spock. Uh, Uhura, uh, Scotty, Bones? and Bones, yes. Yes, thank God. So, we'll see. I mean, we'll I like it. Beyond. They can make a good Star Trek movie, but I don't expect it to be all deep philosophical. No, that's the problem with the modern... The J.J. Abrams Star Trek is what I'm going to call it now. Mm-hmm. Not modern. But, like, they made that one of them the show Discovery, which... We, we don't need to get into we that. We don't need to talk about that but, at all. you know, all. I'm, I'm excited. I'll, I'll see it. Yeah, so. I, know, I, I will too. I mean, it's just going to be an action movie, which kind of like you know hurts me a bit because i really I like mean, star trek but that's what you're coming to expect now yeah that's what so. we're going to expect because people do not care about that kind of stuff mm-hmm. nowadays they just want explosions and boom boom we don't want to think about philosophical concepts we don't want train problems in at least in the start at least in the movies 
they handle it okay, and it's not just oh, we want to see Klingons die and blah blah. blah. Yeah, yeah, they, they kind of have to think about it. It's like they have their. I mean, they mentioned the Prime Directive in yeah, in and the now they're weighing the decisions of what they're gonna do. It's like mm-hmm. it's like what I call it, it's like the train problem. You know, it's like a train's about to kill a thousand people. It can divert. It's gonna kill a person. What do you do? Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of like that. It kind of like they have to think about their decisions and what's gonna happen. Yeah. And then you so. get the, the TV shows where it's like oh, we're fighting the Klingons and the Borg, and they have to do all that. But anyway, we'll see. I mean, yeah. we're gonna see if it's good. I hope it is. I, I hope they. I mean, I've heard good things about Fargo and Legion. I haven't seen them, but you know. I, I've seen bits of Fargo. I have not seen Legion. Yeah, well, we'll see. Um, and then the last thing is, uh, did you see the new SpongeBob trailer? Oh God, yeah, I did. You don't sound too optimistic. I mean, they're just doing it for money at this point. Okay, so yeah, well, the thing is, I read, and I also heard they're doing a spinoff of Squidward. What's <laughs> Okay, so, little backstory. We love SpongeBob. We grew up with it. That was my favorite show I, as I a kid growing the, up. I saw the first movie in theaters when I was in elementary. Today school. is the fifteenth anniversary of the first movie. It, is it yeah. really? Yeah, it came oh out. Oh my god, November of twenty or two o four. November twenty. Wait, I'm pretty sure it was November twentieth or November nineteenth. One of the two. Anyway, but you know, it's been out for fifteen years now. Yeah, I watched the movie. I love that eight, movie. I watched it when I was eight years old. I remember it. Yeah, I loved that movie. Um... And then the new one came out. It was okay. In 2015, it, it was decent, apparently. It had people, the blessing of, the, of Steven Hillenburg. Some so. people thought it was better than the original, which I wholly disagree with, but whatever. No, not at all. It meant more money, but, yeah, you know. Because yeah. you had the kids, and then you had the new, uh, you had the newer kids who just like Spongebob, and then you got the, the older adults. kids like us who grew up with it, like, oh yeah, we missed Spongebob. Yeah. It was good. But now this one is just a cash grab. Yeah, this one's a pure cash grab. I mean... And I mean, I it's going to be only in 3D animation. I don't know why. Yeah, and that then, is that is stupid because n- even even well, the second one was like two and two, wasn't it? It was 2D animation. It was two and two. Yeah, it had some 3D and then it had some 2D. Yeah, it was it was like 75% 2D and the re- like the last act was in 3D. Yeah, but so that's that kind of balanced it out. But in this one, they're going straight for 3D, which that's going to not only heighten your budget, but it's going to turn some people off. I think. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't know it. This is, my, a, I will say this, uh, at least it's not about the Krabby Patty formula this time. Why? It has to be. There's always the Krabby Patty formula. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is it's all about them trying to get Gary's and snail naps. So, like, you know, it. at least it's not about, you know, because the first movie was about Plankton doing Plan Z to get the Krabby Patty formula and take over the world. The second one was the guy who wanted the formula to make his own restaurant and, yeah. you know, Bikini Bottom went into chaos without it. This one's just about them trying to find Gary, so I mean, I'll give them that. At least it's not a, just it's another... It's like that, that episode, Gary Come Home. Mm-hmm. You see that one? That was really good. Oh, yeah. But uh, I saw comments like, if they don't play Gary Come Home in this thing, we riot. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I saw that too. But <laughs> anyway, I mean, eh, I don't know. Kind of, I, I think, yeah, Keanu Reeves is in it. That looks yeah, interesting. I saw him in the tumbleweed. Yeah. He's like, he looks like Jesus. And at least Patrick doesn't come off as a big, stupid... A-word. Oh, this one, he, he at least looks like he has some intelligence. Well, I was going to say, my one of my biggest problems with the new SpongeBob is that he's just a complete, total jerk. He's, a, and, he's an idiot. Yeah, like, not not like, a, not like a fun idiot. He became, he's like a dumb idiot, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he's becoming no, Patrick. Sorry, like, a jerk idiot is what I meant he's to say. He's becoming Patrick. Yeah. And it's just like, why? No, he, sorry for that noise over when the mic fell, but anyway, um, no, he is a jerk in the new, in the new seasons. But now, in the movie, he seems like he's going to be back to his fun, idiot self. But I don't yeah. know. We'll see. They've been going so, for like 20-something years. They're, so, they're trying something new. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, let's 
move on. So we just got back from seeing Jojo Rabbit. Oh my god, it was so good. Uh, yeah, so we'll get into some stuff without spoilers, and then we'll go into spoilers, but overall, I, I give it a good solid 8 out of 10. I'd give it 8.5. 8.5? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I give it... It was good. Uh, there were a couple slow parts for me towards the end. There but, were. I'm not going to lie. There were. But there was some good tension, especially in one scene, which we will discuss later. Um, I liked... You know, the comedy was pretty good. Taika Waititi, I love his films. Uh, obviously, Thor Ragnarok. I, did you see What We Do in the Shadows? No, I did not. I love that movie. I have not. I have to. I, I love mockumentaries, but you know, it's all about these vampires in New Zealand, and it's really funny. But um, like they have a human friend who shows them like YouTube, and they see a video of the sunrise, they're like, "Holy crap!" And then just I don't know. Anyway, um, and then it, it was it was a good movie about indoctrination and how just like you know children are easily influenced by what's around them, so you got to be make sure you know. You have to, you have to, like... You have responsibility. Yeah, like, it's like, there was some parts in the movie where they were like, you're a kid, you shouldn't be thinking like this, you should be climbing a tree, or mm-hmm. you should be eating chocolate, you should be having fun, like, riding a bike, it's like... Because he was, what they, I think, yeah, he, he was, like, being indoctrinated by the Nazis, like, saying, hey, you need to, you know, go out and kill Jews, and you need to, you know, in fight Ju- for Germany. And that's why, like, in the trailer, he, Hitler was around him, because mm-hmm. that was all in his head. Well, and then, then they contrast it with, yeah, he's falling in love. He's you know, spending time with his mother. He should be learning how to tie his shoes and blah, 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 yeah. instead of, you know, fighting the stupid war. So I can see it being an anti-war movie. and You know, it's about indoctrination, because let me tell you. Yeah, so my grandfather was, and my uncle on my dad's side, they were born in Germany mm-hmm. in 1920, I want to say five is when they were born, around in the 20s. So they were a fighting age when World War II broke out. And so, you know, they were not Nazis. I cannot stress that enough. They were not Nazis. I think a lot of people just assumed all Germans back then loved them. Yeah. It was, so they, obviously he was popular because he made him feel like, hey, we got screwed by World War One, so we're going to take the power back and Germany's going to become the number one and, in the world they, again. And they blame the Jews for it. Yeah. And, and that's actually So, like, a, that was the indoctrination. But then it became, it, my dad told me that, like, um... His, that his dad would tell him, you know, it was all fun and games at first, but then they started realizing, oh shit, this guy is, he's a lunatic. Yeah, we're going to war. And like, they were drafted. It's not like they, you know, and as far as I know, yeah, they did not, they were not Nazis whatsoever. I cannot stress that enough. It pisses me off when people just assume, oh, your, fought, your grandfather fought in World War II, was he a Nazi? No. They yeah. had a draft, just like we did. Yeah, and right. that's and that's the thing they try and do is stress also in TV shows like Band of Brothers, which is my favorite World War Two. Oh, I've seen parts of it. It was really there good. was this part in there where this guy was talking to a captured German, and he's like, he's like, yeah, I speak English. He's like, I'm born in Montana, and it was like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, I came from Montana, but um, when Germany went to war, my grandpa or my parents were German, so we went back to Germany, and I enlisted in the army. And I'm just like, wait, oh my god. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and also, uh, I do a lot of World War II stuff because my grandmother, before she passed, because my grandfather, who was about 10 so years older than her, uh, he actually fought in World War II. Mm-hmm. My grandfather did. And, you know, um, he had had stuff, you know, from the war. and mm-hmm. He had stories. And my great aunt, um, Elfie, on his side, was actually a Hitler youth. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I found that out was because my grandmother, when I graduated high school, told me that she had died. And I said, well, what was she like? She's like, 
well, and then she she pulled out the spoon. It was just a you know a serving spoon. Way to have the swastika in the Reich's <sighs> eagle on it. And I said, mm-hmm. what is that? She's like, oh, these are on Elfies. She was a Hitler youth. How old was she? Oh God, she passed away. Well, I mean, how old was she during the war? Oh, she was only like nine or nine or ten. She was yeah, she was a kid. Yeah, she the Germans yeah. love to brainwash the kids, and yeah, they love to. Only, dis- yeah, she was born in like 1935. Yeah, they brainwash children, and they yeah, it's it's really hard to believe you know but kids the thing is kids eat that crap up just because they want to be feel like they part they belong to something they want to feel like you know hey i'm cool yeah. and so it's like oh hey we're gonna throw grenades today isn't that cool yeah, yeah we're gonna learn how to kill americans that's cool right yeah. and so yeah so that was that was an interesting story but uh, I, sh- I should also note that alec and i are big history buffs yeah. and particularly i really like world war ii me too so. i took two classes in college about it yeah now i went to um I went to Vienna a couple of years ago. I've mentioned that before, and uh, we actually went to a concentration camp in yeah. Mauthausen. It was it was really sad, man. It's it's intense. Well, yeah, because I mean, like you hear people that go to them. Like my mom had a friend who went to one, and they had said they went there on the train. They had fun, obviously, for they was their <sighs> friends. They came back. They were as dead silent the entire train ride back. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I want to go to one. I really it's, do. Just it's to, really. Just to see it, yeah. It's really sad, dude. Well, like, yeah, because, I mean, it's like, this is where, like, thousands of people were just... Yeah, they have artifacts about, like, you know, the stuff they used to test them, and they had, like, a... They had one of the ovens there. You know, they had yeah. ovens, they had the, you know, the, the cha- gas chambers. Yeah, it's... It's because it's, like, it was it was industrial, and it was bureaucratic. I don't think anybody in my group left that place with, like, a dry eye. Like, or at yeah. least, like, got emotional, so... Yeah. At any rate. But anyway, um, I was going to say... It's a movie... They, I didn't think you were going to go there. When you said Austria, I was going to say, like, is that why they have all those... You see the World War One and Two memes where it's, mm-hmm. like, Germany after World War One and Austria doesn't get blamed for it. So, but this was your operation. <laughs> I saw that meme where it was, like, uh, Germany, Italy, and Japan after World War Two. We were bad, but now we're good. <laughs> but anyway... Um, yeah. Now this movie, it's it really I would I would say it's applicable to not even just like Germany. It, yeah. it appeals to any country that indoctrinates its people to fight for their cause. You yeah. know, it's like like I said, it reminded me of Death of Stalin, which was a political satire movie about you know totalitarianism and then about the Soviet structure mm-hmm. and terror and all that. It was a great movie. I recommend both. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it even. It happens, I wouldn't say as big, but it happens here in the United States with, like, you know, the Boy Scouts. You know, they're always taught to, you know, or even just, like, God, I don't want to get too political on this thing. But But, but still, like, we get it. You know, it it happens everywhere, you know, because people just want to feel a part of a group, and, you know, sometimes they let their morals slide to do that, and I think that's what this movie is trying to say, and that's really wrong. That's why Hitler was always around him. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, in the beginning scene, spoiler, uh, he was like... Uh, Herr Jojo, what? Uh, where are you from? He's like, here. Who are you gonna fight for? Germany. I uh, Heil, Heil, and then he starts like hiling us all his way out, which mm-hmm. they did really comedically, which I thought was funny. Yeah, I mean, I've heard like some people were criticizing this movie because of how like what is it? Uh, not nasty they portrayed the Nazis, like how yeah. Comedic well, the, th- they the thing them. is, like, you ever see the movie Downfall? Yeah, that is probably the greatest World War Two movie autobiography movie I have ever seen in my life. Hmm. And it the basically the director because he got a lot of flack when that movie came out. Yeah, he had tried to stress to the people that when Downfall came out, he was like, they were not monsters, they were people who were lied to and manipulated, 
Talking about the German people? Yeah, yeah. Because like, okay, the, yeah, because like this the, Austrian, the, the, this... like Himmler was evil. Himmler was oh, pure Himmler evil. was Himmler was pure evil. He didn't give a shit. He was pure evil. Yeah, he was no. He deserved what came to him. Yeah, oh, didn't yeah. he get like he got hung? Yeah, he got hung. Uh, Goebbels killed himself because he was he was all about propaganda. Yeah, Joseph Goebbels, the doctor. Yeah, stupid. Oh, yeah, but uh, but all still, the like pieces of crap. But still, uh, that entire movie was trying to humanize them, saying they were just doing what they were told, which is true. These were not people who literally just went out one day and like, you know what? I fucking hate Jews. Let's mm-hmm. just start butchering them. No, they were told that they lost the war. Mothers lost their sons. De- fathers lost their sons, mm-hmm. and you know, et cetera, et cetera. You lost your uncle and whatever because of the Jews. Mm-hmm. Like all the suffering, the famines, the inflation. It was propaganda. Was all propaganda mm-hmm. because he knew how to command a beaten spirit down. Mm-hmm. And so the people were like, you know what? All right, this he, guy has solution. Also, Adolf Hitler was a really good speaker. Orator. He was a great orator. Yeah, he was probably one of the he best. He knew of the 20th how to century. manipulate people. He was probably one of the best of the 20th century. I hate to say it. No, he like, was a really evil man, but he knew yeah. how to like get the crowd going. Like that, I think that was an actual speech. The one he said in the end of JoJo, where he was like, "Do you want to be?" Uh, part of something greater are just a grain of sand in a desert of insignificance. Mm-hmm. I think that was actually one of his speeches. Probably. I, but, I think so, because I remember... You want to start time. talking more about the movie? <laughs> but the movie, fantastic movie. I uh, highly It wasn't as funny it. as I thought it was going to be. It was pretty... It pretty... wasn't It wasn't as funny. It was somber. There mm-hmm. were some really, really depressing moments in it. Mm-hmm. Like the one we saw with the shoes. So, okay. Um, we'll give our overall impressions, then we'll go into spoilers. 8 out of 10... I thought it was really good. It has a deep message. Uh, it's all about, you know, just let kids be kids. And indoctrination is really bad. I'd because, give it... You know. I'd give it eight and a half. Mm-hmm. I, it's definitely my top ten of the year so far. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, me too. It's probably... Well, maybe top five for me. Yeah. I was I was a little ticked off because a couple of weeks ago when my dad was here, he lives on the other side of the country for people who don't know, and uh, he wanted to go see that. But it, with the nearest place that had it was in uh, Loudoun. So uh, we had... Yeah. Uh, yeah, he couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. And then as soon as, like, you know, the weekend after he left, it started playing here, so. Yeah. I didn't I didn't even know it was playing here, to be honest with you. I thought they were just going to reserve it for up in Ashburn and stuff like that. But then I, you told me about it here. I'm like, wait, what? And then Dylan showed me his ticket on Snapchat, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, I'm glad that uh, you didn't go with Dylan because I didn't want to, you know. Oh, I was at work. I was, I was, I wanted to go. I would have gone with him. Had I not been working, I really would have. But, but anyway, so oh well. overall, go see it. It's really, it's a good movie. Oh yeah, it's great. So some spoilers here. Um, you know, I, okay. So for me, it took like the turning point of the movie for me yeah. was him seeing his mother, Scarlett Johansson, like hung in the yeah, middle. It's, and it's, I think they did a good thing by not showing her face. Yeah, because like. So basically, what happened was his mom was part of the underground resistance, to, mm-hmm. to, and there was it was they were literally in 1945. They were in the last days of World War II. Do you know like and when like what city that took place in? That had to have been Berlin. I was gonna say it looked like Berlin. That was you know because that's why they had the Soviets and the Americans there. Yeah, that was Berlin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so she was part of the resistance in the literal last few days of World War II, which is what no, makes, no. I think they they explained they went through the, the winter like that, right? Well, it was. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah. So the last period, the last month, we'll say. I think. Well, no, because the war ended in May, May, and they show him like walking around in the winter. So that must have been forty four going into forty five. May no, they were because they were already there. In the well, it could have been winter forty five because you know it's uh, January February, but yeah. they, they showed him walking around in snow. 
I think it was probably maybe February, March. Okay, but anyway. But and it doesn't matter. But when? But the thing is, they were in the final days of the war, really. Mm-hmm. And you know, the mom's there with helping the resistance, leaving notes and doing you know mm-hmm. the spy stuff. He doesn't know about it, and then he finds out about it because he finds a, a Jewish girl in his in his um, mm-hmm. attic or well, side. Which wall. I thought that both she and uh, the young boy, I don't know their names, but you know, they were really good. They were really good, and then. He, you see her like a, a shot of her shoes, and I'm just like, I wonder why that's the important. And then we get to one scene in the movie where it's like, it's like a month or so before the winter time, mm-hmm. and he was walking around because he had seen in the beginning a bunch of people that were basically lynched in the town square, and they, mm-hmm. I think it was, it said like cowardice or there were spies. Or it something. said something like, you know, you betrayed Germany or something. It was, yeah, it was, there was a it lot was, of, it was in German. There so was, there was a lot of German propaganda posters, so like we. I, I understood some of them. Yeah, me but. too. But I, I think that one had said traitors or cowards. I it, it was very yeah. quick, so I couldn't. Something really read about it. you know betrayed Germany or yeah. these people died against Germany or I don't know. Yeah, but. it was something weird. It was really quick, so I couldn't really get a look at it myself. But anyway, and so then he's walking around, and he stands next to one of them, and it's her shoes, and he looks up and he just starts crying, starts grabbing mm-hmm. the shoes, and then he just looks at her, mm-hmm. and she's wearing this dark blue. Uh, not really trench coat, but this really dark, heavy blue coat. Yeah. And that's what you see. And then he goes home, and the little Jewish girl is there, mm-hmm. and she doesn't know what's going on. He has his, his Hitler Youth knife, and he, like, stabs her in the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And then he just starts, he drops it, walks out, and starts crying. And she doesn't, and then she, I think she finally, mm-hmm. like, queued up, like, oh, something bad really mm-hmm. happened. Well, you know, I think one thing, I, so after we left the theater, I called my dad because he wanted me to know, you know, what I thought about it. He mentioned how, like, you know, back when they started realizing, oh, hey, we're losing the war. This ain't good. Mm. They tried to, like, save each other. Or they tried to, like, try to, I don't know, what's the word? Save other people? Because, like, there's the scene where Sam Rockwell, he, you know, she reads the, um, she tries to pose as Jojo's sister. Yeah. And she, he asks her, you know, what's what's her birthday? And she's like, first of May. And her birthday is, or ninth. This, it was the ninth. Seventh or ninth, yeah, of May. Uh, and he was like, correct. He so cooked. he, I think my dad was like, oh yeah, he knew right then. So he was trying to salvage her or something. He was yeah, trying, he was trying to, save to save him. Her. That's why he also say the kid, the guy saved JoJo. That that kind of got me a little, I don't know, emotional towards the end. Where I wouldn't say emotional, but I thought it was powerful. Where it was, they're they're waiting to be killed by the Soviets because the Soviet finds JoJo wearing the little Nazi uniform, and they like pull him over there, even though he's just like a little kid. They pull mm-hmm. him over there, and they're gonna because that's what the Soviets did. Mm-hmm. Because you know, I get it to an extent. No, like, no, they, like, they ravaged. I'm Russia. not. I'm not saying the Soviet. Yeah, screw the Soviets, man. They were horrible I, I think, too. I think nobody was right. I don't think it was right to execute literal like crying teenagers mm-hmm. for literally no reason other than you hate Germans. I mean, I get it that German soldiers had killed innocent people there too, but that they have to remember that those are soldiers. Well, that I think were when, when did they when did they establish the international like war? committee because like i know there's a rule now it's like you know women and children are civilians are in off the, limits in the geneva convention i think that was um, that was in the 50s wasn't it or the 40s uh, let me see i have to double check we're almost at 40 minutes here buddy oh, so that's fine um but no okay so while you're looking that up i was gonna say there yeah so sam rockwell finds jojo because he's he was wearing his little nazi uniform and then Jojo gets thrown into this thing by the Soviets, and there's Sam Rockwell. He's like, okay, you know, hey, I'm sorry about your mom, and uh, you're really creative. You know, go live your life. So he takes the jacket off, and he calls him a Jew and just, like, spits on him. And so then he, he gets to run away. I'm like, okay, that was real powerful. 1949. 49? Okay. Yep. Wow. Um, it, yeah, <sighs> afford protection to non-combatants due to 
Total War. Yeah, exactly. So, so I don't know it. And then I really liked the visualization of like he's walking around Berlin as it's being invaded by the Soviets and the Americans, yeah. and like every, there's destruction all around. So it's like really it's showing him like the destruction of the world around him, not just physically but like mentally because he was like because yeah, he I mean he like he was seeing like everything in slow motion. He yeah. was he was a diehard you know Hitler youth. Yeah, and, and then he started seeing like everything that started happening around him was they were losing. Mm-hmm. And then he started seeing everybody suffer. Which, by the way, did you, did you pick up on what Sam Rockwell and that guy were? Hmm? Sam Rockwell's character and that blonde guy. His, his oh yeah, they were gay. Yeah, they were gay together. Yeah, I picked on that as soon as I saw him talk about the German shepherds. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they're gay. Yeah, but maybe that's why he was helping them. I don't know, but yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But I mean, he, yeah, could have been. He was because he was. He seemed like an alcoholic. He was. But, which I mean, he did his eye shot out. That's but, that's why he was like there. He's like, oh, I'm not leading them. I got my eye shot out, so yeah. I had the glass eye. But you know, it was it was uh, which I, pretty pretty strong uh, visual poetry there. Yeah, but, and I will say though, I like I did like the historic accuracy of the, the invasion of Berlin. I, I liked how like yeah, the, after that he you know I, I think the catalyst for him like that whole scene where Berlin's being invaded and he you know sees everything destroyed like being destroyed around him was his friend saying oh yeah Adolf Hitler killed himself yeah and then th- that was the catalyst and then the you know that him seeing the destruction was the, him like his worldview being destroyed and then when you see uh, Taika Waititi who plays a he was he was pretty funny in this movie he really was but, he uh, played a really good Hitler yeah uh, but <laughs> Taika Waititi um, what's your next what's your next mission there buddy <laughs> God, but he um. Then next time you see him, you see him with a bullet hole in his head. You yeah. see him with like you know the black, jacket. Yeah. All the jacket's all ruined and stained. He has the blood mm-hmm. going down his face, and he's like, "Hail me!" Hail and then me he's like, "Off Adolf," and he just he kicks him, kicks him out the right window. in the groin, out the window. Yep. So it was. It was pretty. I like that moment. It, it was. It was an intense movie. You know, I wish they would have given a little bit more, like explained what happens at the end. Because they just like stand there dancing and because that's what she said the first thing she well, did yeah, that's... was free is she would dance yeah. so I don't know maybe I just hated though that she didn't get to see the guy Nathan that was really sad oh that's right I forgot what his yeah. name was but yeah. you know it is one of those things somber so, um I would I did say earlier there was a scene with a really big tension the scene where uh, Stephen Merchant this is his name the really tall dude oh yes yes yeah they come like in to search the house he's part of the gestapo yeah they all come in to search the house and like like oh my god are they gonna find her they're gonna find her and then she's she, there yeah she shows up and they're like you know it's really tension it's like oh god are they gonna find her out and are they gonna buy this or are they not gonna buy yeah, this because like because no one knew about because he had a sister apparently and she had passed and she looked almost exactly like her yeah and um even even in like the final months, they were like, "Where are your papers?" They're doing like the whole mm-hmm. spiel. It's like you th- you guys should have some. Did you see? Sorry, go ahead. They should have some more important to worry about. But like, I think they're also doing a reference to uh, that movie you were talking about too. Hmm. The one with the doctor, doctor. Oh yeah. So there's a there's a movie Spies Like Us with Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd. I haven't seen it, but uh, my dad and his friend really like it. And his friend, who's also a pilot, every time they see each other. Uh, they're like, you know, doctor, doctor, doctor. Because in the movie, that's what they do. There's you know, the whole scene where everyone's just like, doctor, doctor. And then they, the, in uh, this movie... The Gestapo walks in, and they're like, Heil Hitler, and Joe's like, Heil Hitler, Heil Hitler, Heil Hitler, Heil Hitler, Heil Hitler, all the Gestapo agents. There's like five of them, and they all have to say it individually to Joe. Joe has to say it to them. And then they do it to Sam Rockwell. And, and then he does it, and then they go upstairs and see the Jewish girl, and they're like, Heil Hitler. And she's like, hesitation, like, Heil Hitler. And they're like, Heil Hitler, Heil Hitler, Heil Hitler, Heil Hitler. Yeah, no, Heil Hitler. It just... 
It's really funny. But it, it got, that scene was tense. Yeah, know? that really was. Honest to God. I was like, I thought, he, but then the ending, did you see him getting dragged out? I was going to just ask you, yeah. did you see that? Yeah, yeah. I did. I saw him. He was being escorted by the Americans. And I was I was thinking to myself, he's like, he is damn lucky they're in the American zone of occupation. Because if that had been the Russians, he would have been dead. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> because uh, like, at, at any World War II movie or TV show like Band of Brothers you watch, you will see Russians savagely, savagely murdering German soldiers. Oh, yeah. Which okay. I understand. I mean, from from but, a history perspective, I get it. I don't agree with it, but I get it. I mean, we don't need to go into why the communists were evil, but you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this this kind of turned into a history lesson as well, and yeah, whatever. Yeah. But you know, overall, it was a pretty good movie. I I really enjoyed it. You know, it, it has a strong message about you know the power of influence that people have, especially over children, and just yeah. how you know. And, I hate to say, keep saying the word, but indoctrination and just how oh, easily no, that's, it can that's, be attained. That's, I think I, well, now that you say that, I think that's actually what they were satiring. Because mm. I was trying to figure that out the whole time when I was thinking about it. And then when you mentioned just that, I was like, okay, that actually makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, Death of Song where they like were making fun of, you know. The, the, the Soviet system and, and then dictatorships and, and the power struggle mm-hmm. that's left after the dictator is dead. Yeah. Which that that's happened, you know. Even in modern times, like Gaddafi is mm-hmm. a more modern example, 2011 when he died. Yeah. There's a giant power vacuum there and still not filled. So I think that's what they were trying to do, which, by the way, Steve Buscemi in that movie, watch it. It's yeah. super funny. I found out Michael Palin was in that movie. Was he really? Who, yeah. Who did he play? Uh, God, I forget his name, but Michael Palin's in that movie. Oh, God, I have to find yeah, out. I think he's my favorite Python out of all of them. I'm going to look Palin. up the cast and see who he played because I saw Holmes. that movie twice. Alms for an ex-leper. Ex-leper. Oh, yeah. Jesus came. He healed me. Why don't you just go... But he screwed me over because now I don't get money. Well, why don't you ask him to make you a leper again? I could do that. God. Oh, man. And then, oh, God, biggest dickus. Oh, we, we need to... One of these days, we need to get Nathan on the show here and tell him why Life of Brian's better because I know he's going to say that Holy Grail's better. No, Life of Brian's better. Yeah. Actually, we should probably do that next. So, yeah, might as well. Anyway, um, thank you all for listening. I'm sorry I got a little, you know, political here and there, uh, but but we were we were just talking, you know, like us, like we talk about a lot on the show. It's just kind of like a fun thing. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of what we talk about. I mean, if you agree or disagree, it's it's okay. You know, yeah. I mean, we're all people. We're obviously, we are not not saying, you know, we're not standing up for the Nazis or any of that crap. Well, I am. No, no, you're not. <laughs> no, I'm not grandstanding. I'm not grandstanding for Hitler. God, no, no. We obviously believe that those were evil, atrocious people. But the movie was, we're talking about the movie, it parodied them, you know? and It did it really well. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, uh, down with communism, down with Nazism, and I hope you all enjoyed listening to us talk about history for a little bit and the movie. So, yeah. thank you. Thank you all for listening. I have been Spock's beard. I have been Boomer Comics. Right. And, uh, you know. This is uh, Killingston, Vermont. No, this is dudes who like movies. So this is somewhere in the East Coast. We're not going to tell you where. No, we don't have that much clout yet. <laughs> anyway, thank you all for listening. Take care. <laughs>